Thursday, 3.30. What's up? This is David Villa. You're listening to Auto Dealer Live. We got a great show in store for you guys today. I'm going to need you. Listen, I'm winging it by myself again today, and I'm cool with that, but I'm going to need you guys more than ever to help me out. So uh, listen, I need your questions. I need you to weigh in on Facebook, um, specifically on Facebook. If you're watching this, comment and uh, make sure that if you have any questions for our guests, we're going to be bringing on in just a few minutes. Um, just uh, get, come on, let's weigh in. Let's do it. Um, I'm not sure, Mike, are we uh, taking any calls today? Can't. <laughs> all right. Mike just nodded <laughs> his head. No, like, no, you know, all confidence just flew out. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know. Before, I mean, they can ask in the comments. You can always ask in the comments. Yeah, ask in the comments. Yeah, but you used to be able to take calls and stuff like that. Now, you know, we've like digressed, regressed, whatever you call it. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, hey, he heard what he said just now. You guys heard that in the echo to the studio. If you want to make calls, we'll make it happen. When I asked the first time, he was like, all right, so hey, do me a favor and share the show today, and uh, we, uh, we're we going to give away some stuff. I know that Pierre was back in our uh, swag merch closet earlier uh, or yesterday and said we had a lot of uh, stuff back there, so I'm just going to put together this, Mike. Let's do this. You share the show today. We're going to do two things. I'm going to throw a little wrench in this, all right? My, hey, make sure we social we send this out on social media. Drop it in the Auto Deal Live uh, group, Samuel, what I'm about to say, because I want you guys to share it. Here's what we're going to do. If you share the show today, right, we're going to draw three winners. The first winner that we draw is going to win $100. $100. All right, we're going to give $100 to Excuse somebody. Excuse me, share the show real quick. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Employees exempt. You can share the show, but you're exempt of winning. But... <laughs> All right, so so $100, we're going to give away $100 today. So someone share the show, like it, comment, and you're going to get drawn in. And we're going to announce that at the very, very end of the show. And then we're going to give away two merch bags with Auto Dealer Live stuff. I'm talking, we've got some socks. We've got uh, some T-shirts. We've got books. We've got all kinds of stuff. We're going to throw a complete merch pack together. It's it's not like one of those things. You're going to win a bundle of stuff. We're going to give two of those away to the other, one each to the other two individuals. So share the show. We're going to announce three winners at the end. And uh, let's blow this thing up today because we have some great guests on today. And uh, we have El Patron coming on here in just a couple of minutes. He's the uh, partner and general manager at Sunrise Chevrolet and Forest Hills. We've been following him closely over the last, well, he's, he's been on the show a, a bunch. We know who he is. But we've been following him here at the show closely, you know, during the COVID and, and, and because of where he's located and coming out of this. Going to pick his brain a little bit, find out what he's doing. They're breaking records um, there. And uh, we're going to talk to El Patron. And then we're going to bring on in our second se uh, segment uh, right after that, we're going to bring on Justin Jarek. Justin, also no stranger to the show, general manager at Boniface Airs Kia. Justin, uh, you know, killed it over there at their uh, Buick GMC store. Became as a GSM, became a GM in the last few months, and then bam, COVID hit. But the guy's breaking records, doing great things there. We're going to talk to him about some social media strategies. Some things that you can do that maybe you're not doing, some things that you could do that maybe you haven't even thought about yet that can help you move the needle uh, on social media and sell cars. And then we're going to bring on our third segment, a good friend of mine here, uh, owns he, he and his family own four if not five stores, own several Nissan stores. We're going to bring David Moss Jr. on. Uh, David Moss is just 30 years old, um, but you know he got into the car business at a very young age. And he's executive manager and VP at Moss Family Automotive. And uh, we're going to talk to him about what he's doing and what he's seeing uh, here as well. So we've got three outstanding guests that are going to be on with us over the next uh, little while. But we want to talk to you guys just a couple of minutes, just really about what, you know, strategy, right? I want to talk to you about strategy here in the monologue. 
uh, before we bring them on. But before we do, again, if you're just tuning in, share the show. We're going to give $100 cash to someone who shares. We're going to announce that at the end. They'll give away two merch bags. So give them three prizes away. Of course, $100 is the grand prize. Um, if you haven't registered already, Digital Dealers coming up October 6th, 7th, and 8th. Uh, I'm going to be have the honor to MC the conference this year. It's virtual. And uh, listen, we've got some tickets to give away. We've been giving them away every week. Uh, you don't want to miss this. There's some outstanding um, workshops going on. They're going to do this thing right. It's Digital Dealer after all, right? They're going to do this thing virtually this year for the first time. And uh, there's a lot of people that have registered already, a lot of talent, a lot of knowledge. And I believe that it's going to be a very big deal so you're going to want to get in on this El Patron just shouted out he texted us he said tell Dave he's going to double the hundred dollars come on man there you go there you go shout so, out to El Patron dog you're you, the man you guys heard that he said he's going to double so so you share it the winner of the hundred dollars is going to get two hundred dollars is what I hear right that's pretty awesome so we're going to give a hundred dollars and El Patron said he's going to double it so man come on share it today and uh you get a chance to win some cash some cake and um so don't want to miss Digital Dealer. The Digital Dealer is going to be off the chain. I'm going to be emceeing that. And then our show here, which we've got an outstanding show planned. We just released it a couple of days ago. Some great guests are going to be on with us for the day one end of day keynote. So not only am I emceeing it, and uh, but we get the privilege to do the show as the afternoon keynote at the conference and so it's going to be a really good time you're not going to want to miss it i can't wait to get back together with all of our automotive friends in person hopefully in the spring we'll be able to do that but uh, that's going to be cool but until then we can come together virtually right and we can do it all right so um let's talk about strategy for the next couple of minutes and then we're going to bring el patron on in three minutes so talking about strategy you know when i'm thinking of the word strategy right a, 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 a lot of times People don't think of strategy until their back's against the wall. And that's unfortunate, right? And I've done that over the course of my career many, many times. I understand that because we just go sometimes and we don't think of strategy a lot of times until we have to. And that's unfortunate because when you have to think of strategy and your back's against the wall, you miss out on so many opportunities. But strategy is such an important part of what we do in the business world, right? In the automotive industry. What is your strategy moving forward? You need to put a strategy together now, not only for the last quarter of this year, but you need to be looking at the first quarter of next year. What are you going to do? How are you going to go into 2021? I look at it this way. I look at the fact that we are going to trampoline, right? We're going to utilize what we've learned in this season, and we're going to propel off of this season of COVID, off of this season of growth and transition, and we're going to bounce into 2021. What are you going to do in 2021? Strategy is a big deal, right? And so let's strategize. Get together with your team. One of the tips I want to give you guys before we bring our guest on, one of the tips I want to give you if I can, is is this, collaborate. You've got some really sharp people that are on your team. Think about this. Not only if they hung with you during the season, but if they excelled and they've done well during the season and they bought into the vision, then chances are they're on board at your store, right? They're on board with your company. And so bring those individuals into a room. I don't care if they've got the word leader in front of their name or not by position, but these are ambassadors for your organization, for your dealership. Bring these people into the room and find out some ideas. Pick their brain. I promise you, you're sitting on a wealth of ideas that you may not know about, and that is the way to strategize, all right? So listen, we're going to bring on without further ado. Are we going to break first? All right, quick break. All right, 60 seconds, and we're going to be back with El Patron. Don't go anywhere. Share the show. We're giving away 100 bucks, and El Patron says he's going to double it, and then we're going to give away two merch packs 
to the other two winners as well. I'm going to announce them at the end of the show. We'll be right back with our first segment. All right, we're back. It's 3.30. Actually, it's past 3.30. <laughs> it's it's 3.40. <laughs> and uh, listen, I'm David Villo. You listen to Auto Dealer Live, and we've got no stranger to the automotive industry, the social media. He's in your timeline every day. He's in your feed. He's blowing it up. And I want to talk to him about what he's doing at Forest uh, Chevy, uh, Forest Hill, Sunrise Chevy, I'm sorry, at Forest Hills. We had the partner there, and of course, general manager, El Patron. Hey, listen, El Patron, I-, I wanted to jump in, man. Thank you for being with us. I know you're busy, and you, you know, you've got a month to close out, but man, looking at what you're doing there, you know, I-, I admire the heck out of it because you, you know, you didn't, the moment the gates were open, so to speak, the moment that you were allowed to come back in and do what you do, you've done it and you didn't miss a beat. I I didn't hear you, you know, get on the horn and talk about, you know, obstacles and talk about what, why you couldn't. I immediately watched you implement reasons why you should. And so you've been an inspiration to people that are in other parts of the country that aren't experiencing and didn't experience the challenges that you did. So I want to start by just saying, man, where does that drive come from? I'm seeing you post a lot about your, your past, your family, you know, where you came from. So I'm, I'm, I'm have a sneaky feeling that maybe you've been thinking a little bit about where you came from as compared to where you are. Is that what drives you? Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on the show again, guys, share the show. Don't be cheap. We send you a hundred bucks. Um, you know, the drive comes with when people just, you know, just prove people wrong. Right. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm tough on myself, but at the end of the day, it's like, what else can I, you know, what else can I do, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? So people say, no, this is it. You can't do it anymore. And, you know, I had a strategy call with, uh, with GM today. And their question is, did you know this was going to happen? How did you do it? How did you pull that off? You know, 11 GMs, the store went through, uh, 17 service managers. They're like, how did you manage to do that? Did you know this was going to happen? I said, look, there was a strategy in place. Yes, right, right. But we weren't expecting COVID to hit. Um, COVID hit, and I'm like, this is an opportunity, man. This is not the end of the world. This is an opportunity. You know, and, and, and when recessions and things happen, a lot of people become very wealthy. The ones that put it, have their mindset right and see an opportunity, right, when, when the bubble hits. Um, and there was a lot of people that became millionaires in 08, you know, and unfortunately I didn't have money in 08. I was broke. So I said, that's not going to happen again. So I saw the opportunity present itself and I made the move in 19, but this was my moment and it's just boom. You know, I focused, focus, focus. And I kept coming in, going in and working, you know, I was putting, I'm still putting some crazy hours and I'm coming, I'm changing my schedule this month. Now I come in at one o'clock, you know, I got a great team. Uh, that supports me and kind of knows how we like things going, but uh, we're crushing it right now. We use, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, you, you guys are. And you know, let me talk to you about this because I, you know, I know that with all three guests today, you know, we we went down some roads of some talking points and ended up just, you know, let's let's free fall. Let's just talk, right? And I think that's the best way to do it when you got certain people on, and you're one of those. You know, listening to what you said, you you know, I love that. So 12 years ago, you're talking not that long ago, man. I mean, it really wasn't that long ago when we experienced, you know, uh, you know, a major dip, you know, in the economy crash. And, you know, you said you couldn't take advantage of then like you can now. You weren't able to. So somebody's listening right now. And that's a perfect example for them. You know, you, you, you didn't, no one gave you that opportunity. You earned that opportunity. You worked and you busted it. And 
So someone that's listening right now, I think that what they could take away from what you are saying is the people who who do, the people who figure things out, they get creative. I don't care if they don't own a store or if they're not a GM, they could be a salesperson right now or BDC or whatever it is. If they take control, right, over their own situation and work and, and you know, become noticed, you know, become, become somebody who's valuable and invaluable, isn't that what it's all about? I mean, right now, this is the time to make yourself stand out, right? If you're, if you're looking at people in the automotive business, no matter where they are, Right now, this is their chance to shine. Would you agree? Yeah, it's the best time to be alive right now. Um, the opportunities that are coming out are unbelievable. I can't, you know, I'm working on so many things right now. And I got a phone call today and people are like, how do you how do you get involved in so many things? You're doing leasing, you're leasing, car shows, this and that. And, you know, I, I say, why not, man? Like, most of the time, people just don't believe they can do it. Because they don't even try. Half of them don't even try it. You know, I can give them the recipe and I post those videos every single day on how to do things, right? And they still wonder how. And I'm telling them how I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you the value. I'm giving you those little gold nuggets. But the action part, no one really have it. You know, I really don't like getting up five in the morning, David, but I'm up. I got to do my incantation. I got to do my, my reading, my praying. You know what I'm saying? Go to the gym. Whatever I got to do to get going, that's my secret sauce, man. And you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't. I'm not, I'm doing it every single day, whether COVID or not COVID, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. If you have it right, you can put your mind to do whatever the hell you want, man. Mm -hmm. And I left Brooklyn. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do better and 10x, 10x my life on everything. Just not just income, relationship, my kids, everything. Because I want freedom, right? We all want freedom, you know? So I did it, man. And I'm living proof. So I'm, I'm not bragging and showing all these cars and all these things. I'm just showing the people, say, look, you can do better. Right, believe in yourself and just do it, man. Like, who else is gonna believe it? if you don't believe it? It's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And you know, um, yeah, and I'm looking at, you know, I, I, thinking about that. And, and if no, no one's gonna do it for you, I've often said, like, no one's gonna come to your house, you know, I mean, unlock your door, get you out of bed, brush your teeth for you, right, put you in a car and drive you to work. I mean, you got to do it yourself. But there's something about that. People ask me the same thing sometimes. They they view it as, I mean, eventually you have to have a team, you know, and, and people to help out. Of course, we have a, a team here, obviously, you know, we're not sitting around all day, you know, doing everything that gets done, you know, in, in within social media and things of that nature. But one of the things that people don't understand, and it really has nothing to do with personality, and I know it seems that way, but you know, when, when I am motivating somebody, so a lot of times, you know, I'm looking in the mirror, so to speak, and, and the first person it affects in a positive way is me. It's one of the ways, it's, it's very similar to when I meet with a team of 5, 10, 15, 20 people here, and I pour into them. You know, it fires me up just like it fires them up. Because here's the, the reality is, man, we're human. And, you know, there's times you don't feel like doing it. And you got to, you know, and, and, and so a lot of times I don't look for, uh, you know, motivation outside of, of, of to someone else. I'm, I'm going, hey, David, let's get motivated. Let's, you know, this is why you got to do it. And I'm going down the list of its and whys. But when I'm pouring into somebody or doing a video, it fires me up and gets my mind right. I mean, do you find that does that for you as well? A lot. Most people think I do it for them, but it's really for myself, to be honest with you. It gets me going. Uh, you know, I posted something the other day. I said, you're either creating content or you're consuming content, you know, and a lot of people, uh, a lot of people call me on that. It's like, you know, you're so right. You know, most, uh, most of us, we're consuming content. You're creating it. I said, look, it works for me, man. You can't, you know, you can't knock your hustle. I said, it works. Everybody has their own, their own thing, right? That works for them. So, you know, 
it works for you, keep doing it, right? This works for me. This is how I survive and I'll provide for my family. And there's a lot of people that private message me, say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. You motivate me to go to the gym or you motivated to do this, whatever it is, you know, those those support groups that I do on, on Thursdays, we're up to like 50 people on Zoom calls now and they get a lot of it and I get a lot from them. I feed off of that positive energy as well. And right. I think most people are just very negative and they rather hate than just support. You know what I'm saying? I just sent my guy in Miami a check for $15,000 that he invested in my brand, you know, not too long ago because he's a big supporter. And now it's like, dude, like it paid off, right? So th that's what it is at the end of the day is collaborate. <clears throat> you say collaborate. We can never do it alone, that's right. right? Learn that is that when you collaborate with people, right, the, the, the opportunities are so, so big because you got their connections and your connection and just everything together just blows up. Yeah. And most people are focused on what the other person is doing instead of collaborating, hey, let's do this together. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting this car show together. It's going to be over 100 cars, and it's going to be the biggest in New York. And they're like, how, how are you going to do it? I'm like, I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and what I love about it too, you know, and, and this is, uh, you, you guys are just joining us. It's just me and El Patron here talking for the first segment. And, you know, we're just talking about what it means to be successful, what it takes to go the extra mile, right? And uh, how those are connected. And, you know, w when you're talking to somebody, you know, when you do these videos or when you do something, right, really it's, you're doing it whether the camera's on you or not. And that's what people don't understand. When somebody, I get messages in my social media team all the time. And, and if people want to know, because they, and I get it, they want to get there. Or when they meet me or say something to me in person, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Why, why are you successful in this area? Let me talk to you about that. And, you know, it's, it's, you wish sometimes you had, like, more answers. But the reality is, you know, you, you just don't stop. You know, and I don't know how you feel about that, but you don't stop. And here's the here's the the, the thing I think that, that that somebody can't understand. When the camera's on you, I've learned that if I'm gonna not stop, let's just put the camera on me while I'm not stopping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In other words, it's you know what I'm saying, you're just filming your own reality show and it's what you do every day. The camera's on you. And I think that you know, that's the best way, not only again to motivate you, but you know, you're gonna get the best of, of individuals like yourself when when you're just watching you do your thing. Be, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, what do you think about that? I mean, people ask you all the time. I mean, it really, it's just, it's just not stopping. I, how, how important do you feel just not quitting, never giving up is? There's, there's time that I do want, I don't want to do a video, believe it or not. There's time that I'm flipping <laughs> and doing a video. Um, but you know what? It's important to stay consistent. I think that most people give up very easily mm -hmm. uh, because maybe they don't see any traction on it or they don't get any whatever, uh, you know, anything out of it. Uh, but sometimes it's not about that. It's, it's about doing it for that one guy that's listening to you, doing it for that one person that says, yo, man, keep doing those videos. You know, I keep looking up to you and, and I see everything that you're doing and you just make me go harder and harder, you know? Why not? Yeah. You know, because they follow, right? They follow the entire, you know, from before and what the transition is. Is he really going to do it this time? What has he got to prove? You know, that was a Mitsubishi thing. Now it's Chevy, so I don't know if he can really do it. Right. He can really get off. And now they're like, hide, you did it, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you know, we're breaking records and we're making all this money. And we're sharing it because, oh, my guys, right, it's the same way. Look, if, if it's moving, if it's more to you, motivating you and moving you forward, it's because you're doing something good. And what I took these kids is that I, I helped them see the vision, say, look, you can get to this level just follow my lead and do what I say as I do, 
And you see, and through those videos, believe it or not, I communicate with them because in the morning is the first thing they see, mm -hmm. right? I either shot them out. I said what they did the day before. I said what we got going on today. So they already know what kind of mood I'm in, that energy, a positive comes in. I come in, hey, what's up? You already know what game plan. Let's have our meeting. Let's have a killer day today. You know, so, yeah. and that's how I care with my team as well. Yeah, and you know, let me ask you about that in, in a couple more questions here, you know, and I appreciate you hanging out with us. But, I mean, speaking of team, you know, I, I, you know I've never been to your store, but, you know, just looking, you know, and watching and catching what I can catch, um, you know, I see that you seem like that you like the underdog. You know, you kind of pull for the one who, you know, might not have been voted, you know, the most likely to make it. You know, you, in other words, you pull for the underdog and you see the diamond – you know, in the rough, you know, the diamond in the coal. Is there something to that? Is that, that turn you on a little bit to see, you know, somebody else discounted this person, but I see potential. I mean, what talk that, talk about that. Because I see myself in them. Mm. I relate to them and I'm the underdog. I always feel like I've always been the underdog. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. if I see that in them, I know that I can get the best out of them because I live through it mm. and I show them everything that I live through it, where I am, where I'm heading, Right. And this is just the beginning. I'm just getting started. And I said, look, follow me. Get your mindset right. The positive videos I send them in the morning on the group chat. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they come say, hey, this, how'd you know I needed that video? I said, I didn't know you needed that video. I just shared it because I liked it when I was working out. And mm -hmm. every time you listen to those videos, it could be the same video, David. You know that. But you always get something different out of the video. Yeah. Right. Whether it's the exact same one, you always get something else out of it. So I keep sharing those videos for them. Because I want them to 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 get that they can have whatever they want if they put their mind to it, mm -hmm. you know. So there's just a couple of things that that we need to address and things like that, right? But overall, they're all on the same on the same page, and you know they're all doing great. So yeah, that's that's what it's about. I love it, and you know what? You you you. you it's amazing. I'm sure you know this, obviously, but you know, when you pour into people like that too, and they begin to make it, and they begin to believe, just like you didn't. And you're not forgetting where you came from. They won't either, you know, and that's it's, it's, it's paying it forward because, you know, that to me, those those are the individuals that are the most grateful because they're willing to work for it. You know, we, we live in a, in a, you know, I know you came from, a, a, you know, somewhere else here, you know, and, and appreciated that opportunity that you've worked for. But sometimes we're so entitled, you know, uh, here in, in the States, in America, you know, we think that it's owed to us or whatever it is. But I'm going to tell you, man, there's something about. That, that that your story and what you're talking about, you know, I can relate to that. You know, my my grandfather was born in Cuba, came over. You know, in other words, there's just something about working for it, busting it, right, and then seeing it that that makes you never forget how grateful you are. You know, and uh, people are turned on by that because I'm telling you, man, you know. Uh, those lives turned around. Those are the ones that are going to work the hardest for you. Those are the ones that are going to that are going to go to bat for the vision, right? And that's what I see them doing. So do this, man. You know, if you just give us, you know, speak to that somebody out there that you know that maybe maybe get ready to give up. You know, they've had a tough time during this last few months. You know, yeah, they see it kind of wrapping up, but man, they just they just are they just aren't breaking through. If that person's listening right now, maybe just give them a reason why they shouldn't quit. You know, and, and make that your closing comment, if you would. I, I would say this, right? Forgive yourself because most people don't forgive themselves. Mm. And the thing that you think is the worst thing in your life that's happening right now in your life, it could be the best thing that could bring you so many opportunities. 
right? And you can change so many people's lives by talking about it. Most of us wants to hide. And we all have skeletons, don't get me wrong, right? But we like to hide everything yeah. because we don't like to share those stuff, right? I was an alcoholic. I was arrested. I'm a convicted felon, right? I just came out of parole after 10 years. And everybody's like, I never knew you were on parole. I said, I know. You didn't know the permissions that I had to go through and the shit that I had to go through just to travel, mm -hmm. just to go to an airport. You know, and all these things, I couldn't even go to Jersey, right? But I learned, I learned discipline through that, a lot of discipline. That's why I learned discipline, because I had to, mm -hmm. right? So I want to share that so people understand that whatever you're going through right now, it's it, there's a reason why you're going through it, right? Mm -hmm. Something good is always going to come out. I always say that. Out of something bad, always good comes out of it. So just talk about it, share it, inspire other people that you are normal and you are real. You're going through that stuff. I struggle every single day, man. I struggle every single day, but you know what? Every day I pray to God that he gave me another day and I'm going to be positive and, and, and inspire other people by my story. I used to drink. I used to be a drunk and I'm not going to stop sharing that stuff because there is people that can always be reminded of it or there's new people that never knew about that stuff and they just maybe tune in to see me and they get, they get inspired by that and they call me. I make a connection and I help them out to whatever they need, whether they want to talk. I'm there, man. I'm there whatever time it is. Strong. All right, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, El Patron partner, GM at Sunrise Chevy at Forest Hills. Crushing it. If you're not following him, make sure you do. Also, check him out on LinkedIn. He does a lot on LinkedIn, a lot of activity, man. Thank you so much, El Patron, for coming on today, man. And I think that that's the best story you can share, man. You know, I, I believe there's some people that are inspired and going to be inspired as they listen to this throughout the week. Thank you. I hope so. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, right? Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Have a killer weekend. You too. Well, you heard it there, and uh, let me tell you something. You know, somebody would say, what's that have to do with the car business? What I thought we Listen, I'm going to tell you something, man. This has more to do with any business, especially the car business, than you could ever imagine because this is a tough industry, and there are some, there are some diamonds listening right now. There are some people right now, and just because you're wrapped up in, a, in coal and no one has seen the potential in you, there are people like myself, like Al Patron, like the next two guests that are coming on that can see that in you. And... Uh, David Moss is next. David Moss is next. Okay, so we're gonna roll around uh, and flip flip them. <laughs> All right, so Justin's actually finishing up a deal. He just texted me. He's wrapping it up now. This is so I text David if he could jump on a little early. Okay, so just give me a thumbs up when we're ready. We're ready. All right, and so before we bring uh, Mr. David Moss Jr. on, make sure you share the show today. You can still get in on it. Here's what we're doing. If you just just tuned in, we're giving away a hundred dollars here at Auto Dealer Live for someone to share the show. We're gonna pick a winner, and then that person that wins a hundred bucks, El Patron messaged in earlier and said he's going to double that. So you're going to get 100 from us and 100 from him. He's going to double that. And then um, we are also going to give away two more gifts to two more winners. We're going to give away two merch packs with Auto Dealer Live gear in them. And so uh, those are cool as well. You're going to want to share the show. And uh, we're going to announce those winners. So somebody's going to win $200. Yeah, buddy. At the end of the show. And, and then it, someone. It will not be me. And it will not be any of our employees. <laughs> no. Ezra's shaking his head. He's yeah, Ezra's like, I'm, I got another Facebook account. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So here we go, guys. Without further ado, let's bring on the executive manager, vice president of the Moss Family Automotive Group. This guy, this guy's got, they're just buying stores, man. Incredible car family, um, has a lot of experience, got into this industry at a very, very young age. And uh, Mr. David Moss Jr., thank you, sir, for, for hanging out with us today. I appreciate you jumping on. How you doing? Great, bro. How you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing awesome, brother. I'm doing awesome. I love the signs, man. Come on now, grit. Oh, can you see me? I can see you. Yes, sir. Remember why like you this. started Limitless? I love that, man. 
you know what? I'm going to just dive in here and kind of pick up in a, in a way where we left off with uh, El Patron a little bit, only because I know, I know you, I know what your your belief system is, I know how you care about people and what you do, and um, what we talked about. And, and I just want to, you know, I want to talk about people. I want to talk about our people. I want to talk about, you know, um, leadership from the, the from the from the ground up, from the, you know, fr- from you know, the way you do it, you know, I mean, getting your hands dirty, getting in, leading by example, you know, um, just seeing the best in somebody, finding somebody, David, that, you know, that, you know, everyone else discounted that, 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 that was voted least likely to make it and finding that diamond in the rough, you know, so that's what we've kind of been talking about. We weren't planning on that, but, you know, when it comes to that, man, you know, what's your thoughts on, on, on the human capital, the people inside of our dealerships? Well, this is perfect. That's what it's all about, man. I mean, honestly, I think what a lot of people get twisted, especially when they become a manager of any kind of company, especially the car business, is they think that when they become a manager, become a quote unquote leader, it's like their excuse to um, abuse people. Mm. Right. It's like I remember being young and I and I never grew up around this because my dad was always the leader at the stores where when I was growing up. So. I got to see, you know, people getting messed with a little bit, but it was always love. But I would go and I would go to other dealerships to do dealer trades and I would always see it was like a different vibe. And I'm not saying I'm not calling anyone out, but you know, like think about this. Have you ever had a manager of a company tell you, Hey, go wash my car, hey, go pick me up lunch, hey, go do this, hey, I need you to do that? You know, it's almost like you become a manager and you think that that entitles you as a leader to start abusing people mm-hmm. and using them to handle your ha- handle your work and do the things for you. When in reality, it's it's almost like you're put on this you're put on this pedestal more as an opportunity to to serve so many more people. Mm-hmm. You, you see, when you're starting out and you're starting out in the car business and in, in the automotive industry, you're typically going to start out either as a salesperson, as a lot porter, as a detailer, as a loop tech. And in so many stores around the country, from what I hear, I haven't gotten to experience a lot of it, but from what I hear, they're treated as like the peons of the store. They're treated mm-hmm. as, as like the the servants of the store. They go and handle all the, the grunt work for everybody else. And truly that's not how it should be. Right. Truly when you're a leader, you should, you should serve your team. And then when you serve your team, you're, you're actually, you actually become a real leader because you have people who want to follow you because they respect you and they love you and they feel the same respect and love back from you. You know, something that's funny because I, you, the way you, you just said it in your last part of your last sentence there, and I was going to, I was going to ask you this and bring it up. You know, there's something for people wanting to do or wanting to work for you rather than having to, right? I mean, you know, like you say, somebody that gets up and go, you know, and I know we say this maybe not always in the wrong way, but even the way we say, well, I have to go to work or, you know, I got to go to work today, you know, rather than I get to, or, Hey man, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm working today. It's the difference in somebody wanting to do something and having to do something it it, really that's what i kind of got out of what you said i mean you you get so much more out of somebody when they feel appreciated you know the truth you know and they feel like their ideas matter let me ask you this i mean kind of staying along that line obviously there's only you know there's there's only one you know head so to speak as a leader there's only one decision maker when it comes down to like who's gonna who's you know where does the buck stop or the responsibility stop you know on something major but when it comes to ideas and when it comes to 
everybody getting a seat at the table on that. You know, how big are you on collaboration, on letting people, you know, really bring ideas to the table? And, uh, you know, how big are you on that? And then have you have you had a really good idea come out of a team member that is like a game changer for your stores? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's funny you said it. I, uh, I, I, I thought this call was at 4, 4.05, but then I saw Justin's post about 3.30. So I was like, guys, I got to get off this call. We just had... I've had probably the most productive day I've had in at least 24 hours. I mean, we got off, I know silly. We got off uh, one of the best conference calls, and Zoom has made it so easy because I, like probably most people in my position, I, I operate multiple locations. So I can't be at every location at once. Mm-hmm. But Zoom and FaceTime, they've really given us the opportunity to have those face to face, real conversations with people from afar. I mean, we got so much done today. I believe it's extremely important Mm -hmm. to let everybody speak. And right now we've got a really cool thing going on in our company where we have each of our GM and trainings, our GSMs and our finance directors, and we're going to do it with more of our employees. They have to shadow everybody who's a part of their job. So if you're a finance manager, you have to shadow the tag and title office and you have to be able to do that job. You have to go and sit in those shoes and learn the frustrations of that job. And it's, it's been really cool because it's opened the eyes of everybody because when you're a finance manager you're just you're just thinking about how can i bump the next customer make the most money on this mm-hmm. deal get it funded as quick as possible but you don't think about if i if i quickly write this you know vin number down and someone can't read it what kind of frustrations the next person's job is so we've been doing a lot of really neat deep diving and communication um just to take our company to the next level and it's been a true game changer for us it's it's already been producing some massive results. So I think it's extremely important to listen to everybody. It doesn't mean you have to change and make everybody happy. Right. Some really good ideas can come from really anybody. I love that. So and, and let me get this right. So, I mean, I love that. I might, I might steal that here. Cause I think, cause, Do because it. I think the reason in the, you said it, but I want to, I want to double down on it and make sure I heard it right. The reason is not so much that, you know, this person might have to fill the shoes and, you know, do it if that person's out. I know that's a byproduct of it, but it sounds like putting them in the shoes so they know what type of responsibility and what type of, um, you know, what type of, uh, you know, what responsibility this person has, what this person's job entails so they can respect them more and support them more. Is that kind of more what it's about? Oh, yeah. And how efficient, can, how much more efficient can we make the entire process by knowing and kind of seeing like, all right, after I package this deal and it goes into accounting, I don't have to look at it ever again until it comes back to me as, a, as an issue. No, mm-hmm. I need to, if I know what is going to happen next and who's going to see that deal and what they need to see in that deal, mm-hmm. it makes it make more sense. We started doing that with our sales team about two years ago where we'd have every sales pro when they start, we'd have them shadow the finance manager through the entire deal mm-hmm. to follow that deal all the way through. But it stopped at accounting, and I never really thought to move it forward into accounting. Right. And that has been a game changer for us, you know. Hmm. And for, for me, I mean, I'm extremely accessible. I have everyone says they have an open door policy. I have like a no door policy. I'm usually <laughs> in the sales tower or the showroom or on the lot or in the service drive, and I, I try to be accessible to all my employees. But I, I recently just did something pretty neat where, you know, if, if you heard of WhatsApp, everybody uses WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. We have a. You know, I kind of, I kind of take some information. I, t- I kind of take some of the devotions that you send sometimes to me, Dave, and share it with. We've got about 200 of our employees on a WhatsApp group, and I share morning motivation to anybody who chooses to be on that. And it's just been cool to see the feedback of 
our employees, even, like I said, even some of our lot porters are on that and they're just like, man, this has changed the way I look at my day. And at the end of the day, if we can tee our teams up, yeah. if we can tee the people that look up to us up or work for us or whatever it may be up to just start their day off a little bit better. It changes the whole course of the day for them and for us. It does man. you know, I love that. And you know, um, and one more question here, really just, I mean, just finalizing this whole thought because this is awesome stuff. So, you know, I'm looking, I'm hearing what you're saying. And, you know, I love the fact that you said I have a no door policy and it's not that you, you know, you don't need to be, you know, by yourself sometime or you don't need to, you know, handle things, but I, I like that. And, you know, the, I don't subscribe David to the, to the phrase that, you know, we've all heard for so long, you know, I don't know who said it, you know, decades ago, but somebody said familiarity breeds contempt, you know, and I, I get that. But, it, but it, I don't agree with that if you are an effective leader. You know, I think the only way familiarity can breed contempt is if you, A, set yourself up on a pedestal that's unrealistic, which is, you know, in, which is reserved for God, you know. And secondly, if you, you know, if you, if you just, you don't have any integrity, maybe you just, you know, you're just not who you are behind the scenes, in front of the scenes. And so I think that if you are a servant leader, which is who you are, you know, there's really no ability for, you know, familiarity to breed contempt. It's really that familiarity is going to allow people to, you know, to, to learn from you and be around you. Again, there's times when you got to be by yourself and handle things, but you're spending such a great amount of your time from what I hear is he, you know, being transparent and being available. So people around you can learn from you. I mean, that's really, that's the model, you know, of, of Christ. That's the model of, you know, of a servant leader. And I love that. I mean, so what, what's, what's your thoughts on that in, in closing? What's so cool is is not only can they learn from from me by being out there, but I can learn from them. I mean, like things are changing, right? I mean, what I did when I first started in the car business 16 years ago, what I saw, what I was exposed to, the inventory, the technology, the tools, it's changed and it changes every single day. And now that I'm in a different position as vice president, I don't, I'm not having to pinstripe cars anymore every single day as my duty. I'm not having to use the new chemicals to wash cars. I'm not having to do the new, the new steps and processes because of COVID and as a valet or as a sales professional, that's all, it's all so new. So when you put yourself out there, you can, you can learn so much about your actual business by being out there on the floor, talking to your people, talking to your customers. And it's really, really cool. And in and, and closing, I always think of this and I know you're a believer, so I can say this, but if Jesus Christ as a son of God could come down and wash his disciples dirty feet and you know, they ain't wearing all birds, yeah. shoes, and Kohans, right? Yeah, yeah. If he can come down and wash their feet, why can't we wash our teams? Come right? on, man. If we can't wash our team's feet, then why would they ever follow us? There's a reason that there's dealerships around that have so much turnover. There's a reason that, that you have to have your employees, even your valet sign a non-compete. I'm sorry if you, you're feeling some passion here, but like we're the only, we're one of the only dealerships in our entire area that doesn't have our employees sign a non-compete. If you don't want to work for me, I want you to continue your career and I want you to do the best you can possibly do, even if it's not with me. I don't That's think true. I should make somebody sign a non-compete if they don't want to work for me. I want mm. people to want to work for me and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to earn that from them every single day. Man, Dave, that's awesome, brother. I, I, I love it. I love talking to you, and, you know, because, you know, it's, it is iron sharpening iron. You know, I, I, I have such, uh, I, I, you know, I agree with you on so much when it comes to, to the things you say and what you implement. So, man, I just appreciate you, you coming on and, and hanging out with us and sharing with the audience. Um, I know that there's people that are, you know, they're not right. They're missing an opportunity, writing some notes down. I love what you just said. Not only are they learning from you, but you're learning from them. And you know what is so true, brother? Um, you, dude, I hope you keep killing it. Um, I hope you guys buy every store in town. I love it. Me and, too. uh, 
<laughs> so, hey, man, I appreciate it, man. I hope you guys close this appreciate one strong, you, bro. man. All right. Love you, brother. Love you too, bro. David Moss Bye. Jr. Man, I'll tell you what, you know, if you didn't catch that, I want to I want to stop and rewind that for a second while we're getting ready to bring Justin on to close the show out. You know, David said that he learned as much from them as hanging out and being around his people as they do from him. And let me tell you something, that's leadership. That's leadership. The day that we think that we know it all, right? Come on. That's the day that we're in trouble. We're actually probably already beyond trouble. And uh, so with that right now, I want to bring on, uh, you know, a, a general manager that is white hot right now, right? This guy's blowing up. He's he's killing it uh, right now, breaking records, taking names. Um, and uh, <laughs> I want to talk to Justin Jarek a little bit. Justin, man, um, you know, you're inspiring, brother. I, I, I know that you uh, appreciate you coming on, and I know you just had to handle um, handle some 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 duty there. I'm not. I guess that that was that was not a good thing to say. Some some you had to handle some your duties there. <laughs> Stay away yeah, from that word, super, right? We're I mean, super busy. <laughs> you're super busy. There you go. Crazy busy. <laughs> Crazy busy. Um, so let me ask you this, man. When it comes to we, we're, I want to wrap this up with you know uh, talking to you about social media, with you know, you know what dealers are missing, you know because look, there's there's just so much opportunity, man. For um, you know, for, if you do it right, and you know, I've actually heard dealers, Justin, say this: mm -hmm. I don't have time for social media. You know, so, so and I get what they're trying to say, but 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 they don't get they don't get what you're doing. They don't understand what we're talking Absolutely. about. You know, you're not making a TikTok dance or whatever it is. You know, you're you're, you're, <laughs> you're talking about utilizing tools to 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 bring in business and to bring exposure to yourself to your dealership. So talk about that man. Talk about the power of social media in the car business doing business wrapping up 2020 but going into 2021 and how important it is. Absolutely man and most importantly thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah. Um you know social media today is crazy. I mean if you're not on social media and if you're not using it you know, I always say to my the sales guys that we have working for us is, you know, you have to use social media. And it sounds crazy to say it like this, but as like a secondary CRM, I mean, you should be adding all your customers on there. You should be always posting pictures. And it's not always about just, you know, about selling cars. It's about all the other stuff that makes you normal, just like the rest of everyone. People, mm -hmm. people find common ground. And the more exposure you can have, the better in every situation. You know what I mean? And, and if you're not using social media as a platform, all day, every day. I mean, I mean, just look, just look at you. You're posting all day. I love it. I mean, I'm, you're always in front of everyone's face. You know, it's crazy. You think about marketing. You think about um, a training platform. You think of freaking David Villa, and that's what you have to do with social media. You know, we all have a guy. I always say this, right? We always, we all have a guy that does one thing, whether it's a painter or a, a mechanic or whatever the heck it is. Your job is you have to be the freaking guy that does the car stuff, and you have to be all over social media because that's what people are using right now. It's so unbelievably powerful. I love it, and you know, it, and that's the thing right there. So, and I appreciate your kind words too, man, because I mean, we, we we run into each other all day long, and 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 somebody would say this, and people know this, you know, but somebody would say, you know, I gotta work. Well, listen, when you get to a place where there's a lot of social media posting, we have social media teams here. You know, we approve content and we approve we, we, we bring the messaging, but the legwork is done by people that are way smarter than than, than I am. You know, but but here's the thing, Justin, I love you just said, and, and I want people to understand this. It's it's a tool 
to, to sell cars for, um, we're talking to the auto business here. So, and, and I know that sounds crass, like, you know, it, we kind of, it kind of like dehumanizes it. So let's put it back into humans. That's where people are, man. And it's like, listen, that doesn't mean getting on the social media and just like billboarding somebody, right? You know, that's no, not what you're doing, it, but it's utilizing a place where human beings that drive cars are. And, you know, and, and so you do it so great. Your team does it so well. You just showcase who you are and what you're doing. And I love it. And so I'm thinking this, and is, it, is this one of your philosophies then? So the way you use social media, are, are you telling your team, hey, when somebody needs a car, when somebody wants a vehicle, I want them to think of Justin and Justin's team. Is that, is, that what you, is that what you do? 100%. With, yeah, here, I mean, we're not looking to compete. We don't want to just be in front of everyone. We want to dominate. We want to be in front of every single person possible. And, and we do that by having everyone committed. You know, social media is so powerful. But the thing is, is if you don't have everyone on board, if, if everyone's not 100%, this is the way to go. I mean, you're going to find kinks in the, in, in the or you're going to find missing gears, right? Now, if you don't have people at the top, your manager's falling aboard. I mean, you follow me. I'm a GM. I mean, I post videos all day. I post pictures of cars. I post pictures of trades. I post pictures of everything I can. So what I preach, I also do. And I think that's so important with anything we do on social media. You yeah. know, if, if, if you're going to expect someone to do it, you have to do it yourself. I mean, that's a must. Absolutely. And, you know, it's uh, and I think that, you know, it's important, Justin, and, you, you know, you get it no matter what you're doing. I mean, just like you wouldn't walk up to somebody in person, right. And just start, you know, shouting like, man, come on, push, push, pull it in, drag it in. You know, I'll give you, you know, you wouldn't do that in front of them. You have tact, right. You talk to them, and you, you know, you, you, that's what people don't understand. You know, social media is taking your personality and your human skills, you know, and it's, it's, transporting them into a platform where you can, you know, get in front of people and utilize video, utilize, you know, words. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you do such a good job of that. And I think people sometimes don't thank understand you, it. You. So they, they, they shy away from it, but they don't realize, you know, that it's such a major, major platform. You know, when you have someone, let me ask you this, when you have somebody come on, I mean, how do you implement that into your, into your training? Like if you have a higher new hires, say you have a room full of, you know, green peas that you're bringing on, mm -hmm. you know, maybe if, even if they've had experience in the car business, but they've never had experience the way you do it. You know, what, when you mm -hmm. get to the social media portion of that, you know, what do you, what do you, how do you, what do you say to them? You know, when, when you're to, to explain that, if you, if you can kind of let us be a fly on the wall. Absolutely. So, so one of the things that is extremely important is, and when before I interview anyone, I mean, I look on their social media. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think that most people do that, you know, see what kind of things they're up to. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's good or not, but you know, you look in the pictures, see what kind of person they may appear as if they are, you know, and if they're professional or if they're, they are maybe getting into things that you, you, you may not want to be involved in or not. Mm -hmm. But, um, Oh, sorry we, about that. We can hear you. We can hear yeah, you. Oh, okay, okay. It went away. The video so, went away for a second. I can hear you. You're back. Yeah. But uh, social media, I mean, it's unbelievably, I mean, and like I told you, everyone has to stay committed and, and everything would have to be committed. It's so funny because I just told, we just hired about eight new guys, all like around that 20 to 23 year age. Mm -hmm. And they're all posting all day. And I'm like, listen, guys, you have to decide whether this is a job or a career. Mm -hmm. And if you want to tra treat this as a career, Facebook gives you 5,000 5, people to be in front of on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but all the groups that, that are also in your, in your county and your wherever the heck the case is. Yep. I mean, the potential that, that social media has is, I mean, endless. I mean, and to say, for someone to say they don't have time is like saying, you know, I have too much money. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it's crazy. Right.
It is. It is. And, you know, um, and, and I love that it's and it allows you if you can get it right, it allows you to be yourself. Right. And to take something Absolutely. that you're passionate about. And here's the thing, too, man. You know, you can you, you know, I know you know this and I'm preaching to the choir, but I'm kind of having this dialogue with you so that you and I can, you know, maybe people that are listening can hear us rap about it a little bit and kind of get, you know, the, the feel. Absolutely. But I mean, you know, you've got to. um You've got to you've got to have tact. You've got to have the ability to to you know to to put this information out there in the in the right way. And I and but if you if you if you can, you you know think about this. The car business has it still does no matter what. I mean you know we, there's people like you and there's a lot of people in this that come on our show that are making differences and trying to turn the Titanic of the car business. But the vast majority of the car business still puts out a stigma that you know that customers don't like to have that experience, you know, because not all of them go to stores in, in areas like you and like yours, but mm-hmm. we have the opportunity if we're at a store like you, you know, to, to change that narrative, because if they see, you know, post things that are fun, you know, humorous, uh, you know, uh, you know, relational things like that from a car person, you know, a professional in the car business, then it begins to shift the narrative and all of a sudden, you know, it, 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 it changes the narrative. So it makes you stand out no matter what, because they want to go, they want that experience versus the experience they're used to. So not only is it's oh, yeah. a must, man, but it's, it, what do you think about that and changing the narrative of the car business by using social media? Oh yeah, without a doubt. And, and you know, I posted about it just a couple of days ago. We had a customer that came in and as a GM, you know, the best thing in the world that you can get is is a late, uh, someone that that takes a survey and actually uses it to its you know the comments and one of the comments is the lady was shop or the family was shopping around all day and she got to our dealership and noticed how everyone was so friendly and how everyone it was so energetic here and and people she's noticed that that everyone was helping each other mm-hmm. there is nothing in the world that is is more of a compliment is knowing that people see that you know we we create you know a great culture we create a great atmosphere and that's so powerful and and not only that, but it, it, on social media is using it because it's one thing to do it while you're in these four walls. But so people can see it on social media and everywhere else is just as important. You know, we have guys that uh, um, that are posting videos of, of confetti cannons that are shooting them off and everything's video ringing a bell. And it's all video um, along with pictures. But it, it creates a difference. It's funny because I get people that come in from uh, bank banks or, or wherever the case is and say, oh, man, hey, I saw you shooting that confetti cannon. So people I know are watching. You know what yep. I mean? When you do those little things and people acknowledge it, and th- those are just a small fraction of people that are actually saying it. Just imagine all the people that are looking at it that haven't said something. Yeah. Exactly. So it's powerful stuff. Well, man, guys, you heard it right here from Justin Jarek. You know, he's changing the perception of the car business one video at a and, time. How about that? <laughs> and one, one thing, too, and, and this is crazy to me, right? So a lot of the guys, they may say, you know, hey, listen, well, I got some older guys, right? I got some I got some older guys. And they're not on social media. Listen, I, I completely understand. I do, too. However, they are committed. They know the process, and they send me pictures every single time. Every time they sell a car, they send me a picture. They don't have social media, but they're committed. It's our expectations. It's our standards, and they're doing it every single time. And these guys are 50, 60 years old. There's no reason why that, that everyone can't be held to the same standards as everyone else with social media. So that's, that's important. Man, Justin, thank you so much, brother. I know you're extremely busy, brother, and uh, hope you guys close strong. I know you will. Oh, yeah. Thank you for stopping by, man, and uh, always bringing thank it. Thank you, guys. And uh, I appreciate you, brother. All right. Thank you guys so much.
Justin Jarrett, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so that wraps up the guest uh, part of the show. So let's give away this money and these merch bags. And uh, so what if we do this first? Let's give away. What do you want to give away first, Mike? Uh, Ezra, you pick. Merch bag. Let's give away that guap, bro. Let's give away that money. <laughs> Y'all got to start using some like words that, that I understand. Sorry, my like, bad. I, I realized that I'm, the, I'm one of the youngest in the room, so... Y'all might know this, but Pierre was sending, I, I'm speaking at a, uh, a, con, a con, think that big conference um, in October. And uh, it's, um, it's pretty cool. They got like 500, 600 entrepreneurs and they sent over the imagery and my brand guy here, you guys laughed at me. I heard you laugh at me today when he sent over and said, okay, Dave, I'm going to take out the, uh, the BG, the BG. I couldn't even get it right. And I'm like, dude, what's BG? <laughs> He's like background. I was like, oh, okay. Background, Dave. Yes, sir. Is that, is that something I'm supposed to know? BG. BG. I'm like, I have BG in my it's, picture. What's it's a BG? It's so common for us to talk about it. Like, it's. it's that's what I'm saying. I told Pierre, I was like, you're just using marketing lingo, dude. He's just that's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not. Yeah. All right. So then, whatever you just said, guac. I thought guac. I'm, you guac. Maybe, with guac. A P. Okay. Guac. I thought you said guac, guac, man. I wanted some Mexican food. I wanted some guacamole. Muy guapo. You say guac. TikTok. Take that language elsewhere. First of all, I've never seen TikTok in my life unless it's come up <laughs> on other social media. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's give away some money. How about that? Let's give away. So here's what we're going to give away. If you shared the show, you already have the winner's pick, Mike, or what? I've got them right in front of me. All right. So here's what we're doing. If you weren't listening, I apologize if you missed out on sharing the show, liking it or commenting it. But if you did, you your name is was in the hat. And we are giving $100 away. And then El Patron messaged Mike um, in the beginning of the show in my monologue when I was announcing it and said he wants to double that. So $200 is coming to the person whose name we announce right now, Laura Saba Berman. Laura Saba Berman. Laura Saba Berman. Laura, you win $200. Woo! Hey, let's go. Boom. Post that in the comments there and just tag her. She's in there somewhere. There she is. She's uh, She just said, hey, Jeff Baker, one minute ago. So, Laura, you just won $200. Come on now. Hey, everybody likes $200. I, I was disqualified before it was even announced. I love $200, so. Dave. I'm just, letting, I'm just letting you know. All right, so listen, we're going to give away. Now, I know this might seem like a letdown, but I promise you these merch these merch packs are good, all right? To me, they're worth more than $200, but maybe not to you. So we're going to give away two of these. So we're going to give away an Auto Dealer Live, uh, David Villa books, kind of things like that. We're going to give away a merch pack. These, are not, these aren't just one or two things. We're going to give away a merch pack, so we're going to send these to you. We ask that you post it. And tag us when you get them right. So let's uh, let's talk about the. Uh, you're welcome, Laura. And look at look at look at Douglas, man. J Douglas is like a. You guys, I don't know if Douglas's name. I'm sorry to get you excited, Douglas. You may not have won. I don't have no idea. But I just see your comment that said congratulations. This guy's like a lucky magnet charm of winning stuff back in the day. So Mike, first winner of the merch pack is Jason Perriman. Jason Perriman. 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 P e a r m a n. Jason Pearman. Jason Pearman, you win merch pack number one. Congratulations. Boom, Jason. All right. And final merch pack number two. Deuce. Jenna Dollinger Smith. Jenna Dondra Dollinger. Dollinger. Smith. <laughs> Dollinger Smith. All right. We're going to make sure. Congratulations, Jenna. And, uh, guys, we just gave it away. We're going to give away, we're going to give away $100 again next week. Every week for the next four weeks all right we're going to give away a hundred dollars that's what we're going to do mike so just remind me next week and uh guys awesome show um don't forget digital dealer if you haven't registered um we're going to put the link in the comments here 
Um, register. It's going to be an amazing conference. I'm going to be emceeing. Also, our show is the day one end of day keynote. Uh, we got Glenn Lundy on. Uh, we got Matt Alaska. We got Carrie Wise. We got some great, great, great people. We got Alex Flores on that show. Um, we're going to be bringing some really good content. Listen, we did uh, and Digital Dealer piggybacked. We we actually sent out a survey to 20 dealerships. We got permission from the owners of 20 dealerships that we work with to send an anonymous survey out to survey their salespeople on what, Mike? What do we survey them on? What's working, what's not working, what you know, salespeople are looking for in their leadership, things mm-hmm. like that so that we can break it down. And the with... digital dealer said they were going to take that same survey, right? And, and they're going to send it out. All right, so then you guys are going to get, we're going to discuss that as one of the topics. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be incredible. Um, huge uh, enrollment already. But you're, if you're not part of that, then make sure you check it out by uh, registering at the link that we're going to send. Let's put our link in there to and uh, register right there. Um, I think we have a discount code. If uh, we do, just post that in there as well, and we'll get you guys. Um, we'll get you guys registered um, under our lot. And, uh, and really right. quick, before we leave, I just want to take a second. I don't know if he's still watching or not, but I hope he is. Um, I actually have only bought two cars in my life, and the second time I bought was from David Moss Jr. and his dealership. And I have to say, their dealership compared to my first purchase was night and day difference. They do it right at his dealership. You know what 100%. you should do? You know what you should do? Even if he's not watching, Sam, Sam, if you, uh, you know, Mike, if you just get, get your phone or whatever, record that on a video, we could post that in there on him because you know what? He could use that as a testimonial too. Cause Absolutely. Mike, Mike doesn't give testimonials out easy, but I do know that you purchased two in the first car you purchased. It was a cliche car deal. They told me a price. They tried to <clears throat> bait and switch me at the end. So I'm going to ask you this, Mike, while he's getting you. So you purchased two cars in your life, your young life, right? Yep. The first car from a typical dealership, right? Yep. And that was a typical experience. Yes, sir, it was. And And I went, I actually, we bought, my wife's car needed to be changed, or we needed a new car for my wife. I text you. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't working at the time, but you recommended me to his dealership. It was an hour and 15 minutes. David Moss Jr. So your second car purchase and the only other one is from David Moss. And tell me about your experience. So we drove all the way out. It was an hour and 15 minute drive. We drove out. We were greeted the music, the atmosphere, everything was great. When we walked in, the first thing they did, they over-serviced us. They were like, can we get you anything? Snacks, drinks, anything. Um, did David, did David just throw you to somebody else or did he come out and meet you himself? I actually met him right out of the gate. Um, he came, he shook my hand. I told him, he said, I'm glad that, you know, Dave sent you up here. We went around, we found a car. The salesperson took us right to one that I was happy with immediately. We did a test drive, came back. While we were doing the test drive, they did the mock-up on the trade-in, which, don't get me wrong, it was a 2003 Cavalier. There was not much value in that thing. Um, But they gave us the most they could, and they never bait-and-switched us once. They cut us down. They cut our price down. They cut our financing down. Everything from start to finish, it was by far one of the best buying experiences I've ever had in my life. There you go. Hey, and it's all folks. It's, here's the deal. And that, that, thank you, Mike. And that's David Moss and that's the Moss group. And you know what? Same thing with Jared, Justin and the Boniface group. Same thing with Al Patron. Son, the difference is we're not getting anything from this. Look, I work, I, I, Justin and I are friends. Al Patron and I are friends. We've done a little business together in the past. I do some business with David Moss. That's not what this is about. I'm going to tell you though, you're listening right now, car business. There's, there's a difference in people that have, take the time to come on a show like this and pour into you. The reason they do it, it it's they're, they're, they care. They're experienced success and so there's a reason it's not by coincidence and I'm gonna tell you something you can go the extra mile you can go above and beyond and implement the things that are talked about by people that are succeeding on this show and others like it and you'll stand out 
from everyone else on dealer row, right? And dealer row just got bigger because the reality is not only are we reaching out from different parts of the, uh, you know, the, the, the area, but listen, you're no longer, if you're in Brandon where we are, you know, you're no longer just competing with the 10 dealerships on Brandon Boulevard. You're competing because of the internet with everybody in the Tampa Bay area. So there could be 65, 70 dealerships you're competing with in social media and the internet make it easier and somebody has no problem driving 20 minutes out of their way. And so, you know, this, these are, these are best practices that are separate you from the competition, right? Hey, great show. Thank you to David Moss, Jr. Justin Jarek, Al Patron. Thank you, Mike, Ezra, Samuel, you guys rock. Hey, listen, we'll see you guys next week.